February 17th, Joshua chapter 3 Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and they set out from Shittim. And they came to the Jordan, he and all the people of Israel, and lodged there before they passed over. At the end of three days the officers went through the camp, and commanded the people, As soon as you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, then you shall set out from your place and follow it. Yet there shall be a distance between you and it, about two thousand cubits in length. Do not come near it, in order that you may know the way you shall go, for you have not passed this way before. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And Joshua said to the priests, Take up the ark of the covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before the people. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And as for you, command the priests who bear the ark of the covenant. When you come to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Here is how you shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now therefore take twelve men from the tribes of Israel, from each tribe a man. And when the soles of the feet of the priests, bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters coming down from above shall stand in one heap. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests, bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the Ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away, at Adam, the city that is beside Zarathan, and those flowing down toward the sea of the Arabah, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests, bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. And all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. Proofs of His Presence, Kathleen Chapel My friend Sarah has a three-year-old nephew one afternoon, little Nathan brought her a picture he had drawn. 
Oh, Nathan, Sarah said, looking at the drawing of a round circle containing two eyes, a dot for a nose, and a crooked little mouth. This is wonderful. And who is it? It's God, replied Nathan proudly. Oh, said Sarah. And then, how is this God? Well, said Nathan, I learned in Sunday school that God is a spirit and has no body like man. And there you see the cognitive difference between a three-year-old child and the scholars he was quoting. The child was thinking in pictures, the scholars in propositions. Of course, we all need our word pictures, parables, and illustrations to understand spiritual truths. We remain God's children in many ways. The Israelites were no different. They needed to be shown concrete illustrations of God in order to understand Him. In Joshua chapter 3, God told Joshua that just as He was with Moses, He would be with Joshua and the Israelites in their journey. And then God provided concrete, visible proofs of His presence. The Ark of the Covenant represented the purity and power of God, as well as the direction and safety He provided them. As the ark went before the people through the desert and across the Jordan, they were instructed to follow at a distance to acknowledge the holiness of God. The people were also told to follow the ark as an acknowledgement of their need for God's leading. You have not passed this way before, Joshua chapter 3 verse 4, they were reminded. The distance kept the crowd from dishonoring the holiness of God and from choosing their own path. The distance was a visual lesson. God will provide all you need, the holiness you require and direction you need. When Jesus comes, God closes the distance, but the message has not changed. He provides the holiness we require and the direction we need. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, purifying and guiding us as the perfect illustration of God's heart. As the Lord made a way through the Red Sea in Exodus, and here across the Jordan, the people passed on dry ground. The destination was earthly for them, but in Jesus God provides a way eternally, not through a sea or a river, but through His own Son, one who Himself walked on the sea as if it were dry land. God is a spirit and has no body like man. And yet he chose to put on a body, to suffer and die as a man, to provide for us a way to eternal rest.